Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. My name is Andrew Murata, and it is show number 94, and welcome to the program. Thank you so much for tuning in and being part of today's broadcast, today's show. Uh, it is show number 94. We are live on Facebook. We are on Voice Ed Radio Canada. We are on Disrupt Ed TV, and certainly on iTunes if you are listening in your car and your earbuds or wherever it is that you are listening. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in and being with us today. We are going to meet Pam Hernandez through the rain and the storms today here in the Northeast. We were able to connect uh, and she is in New Jersey. Pam is an award-winning principal and a dynamic uh, educator down there in, at the Jersey Shore. Uh, so I'm looking forward to meeting Pam here in a few moments and uh, certainly thank her for uh, coming on the program, we got to meet uh, in the spring, you know, sometime this spring uh, at an Asbury Park gathering. So that was great to uh, to meet Pam. And, um, you know, we're going to learn about her leadership and, and winning that award. So uh, if you are watching live, we'd love to hear from you today. Leave us a question, leave us a comment, and uh, we will make you part of the show and, and appreciate you tuning in. If you are enjoying the show, leave us a positive comment on uh on iTunes, uh, on Facebook, something like that. It, it can only help the show. So uh, I do appreciate that. Uh, Rocketbook is our sponsor today. And guess what happened? I left my Rocketbook at school. It's something I've been using. It's a reusable notebook. Uh, if you've watched the show, you've heard me talk about it before. And I appreciate them sponsoring the show. Um, I'm going to write my notes on paper today, and then I'm going to have to go back and transfer them. But the unique thing about Rocketbook, it is a reusable notebook, and it allows you to put your notes, if you're at a meeting, um, to your Google Drive, to an email. Uh, it'll even type it out in an email for you if you write neatly, which I don't all the time. A lot of principals write quickly. Um, uh, so thank you to Rocketbook. If you are interested on their website, type in Marotta20, M-A-R-O-T-T-A, 20, and uh, you will get a 20% discount. So check it out. Uh, a lot of the principals I've talked to have found that to be a useful tool. So we are going to meet Pam Hernandez today. And again, Pam is the 2019 Principal of the Year um, in New Jersey. That's an exciting award for her and her family. And I'm looking forward to learning more about that. And in thinking about and prepping for the show today, she's an extraordinary principal, right? She's doing uh, great things that she was nominated and won an award. And we all want to do that, right? We all want to be great at our jobs and uh, award winners. And I just jotted down a couple of things, right, about being extraordinary is number one, you got to do things extra. I can't wait to talk to Pam about the things that she does in her school. Um, but the word extraordinary, you have to do things extra. You have to do more than expected. You, all, you have to be all in. Pam's going to tell some stories today. I know about some outside the box type things that she's done in her school um, that she's all in running marathons and doing things uh, for her kids in school, which is uh, really exciting. 
Number three, inspiring people. As a school leader, you got to inspire people to action. And, uh, um, you know, you you, you, you got to push them and, and motivate them to want to do more, right? To want to be a, a good leader. We know in education, there's no bonuses, right? There's no financial bonuses. There are only people that have that intrinsic motivation to do a good job. Um, and so inspiring people. And the last is moving others to action, right? We're, I'm going to talk to Pam about some of the things she wants to work on this summer for her staff to bring back to school next year. And, um, you know, as a school leader, as an award-winning principal, you have to inspire people to action. So those are some things that I just thought of in terms of people that are uh, getting it done, right? And Pam is one of those leaders. Uh, so we are going to welcome her in. I think she just kind of reset herself. Before I bring you in, Bam, are you ready to go? Let's let's give it a shot here. Bam, there she is, everyone. Pam Hernandez, welcome to the program, Pam. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I am doing Hello, great. Everyone. Welcome to uh, Education Leadership and Beyond. I appreciate you being here. It's my absolute pleasure, and I really um, I'm grateful that you're spending your afternoon with me. And I know you just reset yourself, Pam. I got I some, did. I got some vertigo going on, and you were spinning, and I, and I almost went spinning with you, but we made it. <laughs> I wanted to try to get closer to the window. I was hoping because my Wi-Fi is, you know, on my phone right now. I've got a hot spot going, so I think I'm going to be okay. And I think that looks good. You're doing uh, great. So, uh, Pam, welcome, and and congratulations on this award. Why don't we start there, Pam? Uh, I know you don't want to talk about yourself, but I'm going to ask you to tell me about this yes. and uh, what it's meant to you and your school and your family. Yes. So thank you so much. I'm extremely humbled by this award because none of us could be where we are without the um, amazing and incredible teams that surround us and that are you know part of us. Um, this was my friend, Jay Billy. As you know, my friend, Jay Billy, um, he nominated me back in the fall and we talked about this. Um, forgot all about it. And then I received a call um, in the late winter from NJPSA. And it was like, you know, you're a finalist for this prestigious award. It was really exciting. And I thought, you know, how could that be me? There's so many amazing and incredible leaders out there. Um, and I'm happy and humbled to be to be in their ranks. So when I found out that you know, I was the big winner. It was super exciting, especially for my school, because this is something that, like I said, couldn't be here without my team. And it was so exciting for my students um, to see what you could do with a lot of hard work. Uh, I feel like I'm their biggest model. I don't ask my teachers or any of my staff to do something that I wouldn't do myself. So um, yeah, this was for all of us. So well, congr congratulations and your school is JFK. Am I, am I getting yeah. that right? John F. Kennedy yeah. elementary and we call it JFK. And you, and your hashtag is JFK on fire. Is that right? Yeah. JFK is red hot. Is red hot. Okay. JFK is red hot. JFK is what? Red hot. JFK is R E D to the H O T red hot. Red hot. Red hot. Yeah. My, <laughs> my students it. will sing, will sing the, the, um, that's our brand as you know. And, um, it's, it's something that, you know, just kind of belongs to all of us and they feel like they're a big part of it. Sometimes my fifth graders roll their eyes 
but they definitely get into it when we when we do the chant all together. I like that. Really tell good. me where that came from. JFK is red hot. Where did that come from? So I have to tell you, my daughter is um, who is now in an urban teaching setting, and she she just finished at Hopkins in Baltimore. She mm. is an inner city teacher in Baltimore, and she worked in city year in inner city Philadelphia with um, um, City Corps. It's a it's a division of AmeriCorps. And okay. they did a lot of work in schools where they, you know, did a lot of cheerleading and chanting and um, positive, um, um, I want to say, hype for their students to get them excited about school and to, you know, maintain that that uh, happy and and positive um, vibe because some of the kids, you know, they, they had hard days. So she she and I worked on those kinds of things together and we still do. I like that little chant though, that, that, was, that was fun. Yes. Uh, and uh, you know, if you are watching live, I see your friend Jay Billy is watching. Hi uh, Jay. <laughs> so please leave us a question or a comment. Uh, Jay wants uh, me to ask you, who is your favorite principal? My well, uh, my favorite principal, of course, is Jay Billy. I'm going to say. Pam, uh, you know, you, you mentioned about, you know, not doing things or not asking your teachers to do things that you wouldn't do. What would be some other things if I interviewed people on your staff and said, hey, tell me some of the great things uh, that Pam does in her leadership for the school? And again, I know it's difficult to kind of talk about yourself, Pam, but I want to celebrate you and, and that. You. What would be some of those things that the people say that you do for the school? So, you know, you hate to be a braggy face, but um, like you said, just to talk about some of the things we do and, and again, couldn't do it without my team. Um, you know, just your presence, um, being, being visible, being approachable, um, talking to teachers and listening to them and all staff members you know, your custodians, the people in the lunchroom, um, the people who work in the front office, and all of your students. So, you know, showing up on the playground and, and, and during the car line, even when it's raining, um, going above and beyond in so many ways, so that doing whatever it takes to make, to get your teachers what they need, to get them the tools that they need. Um, so, because they're on the front lines with the kids, they work so hard. Um, and they're knee deep in those kids all day long. So we need to have our teachers prepared um, with, with the tools that they need and the positivity that they need. And, you know, they need to reach deep down inside of their well every day to pull out a happy face, even if they're, you know, something something's going on in their lives. So we need them to be feeling good for our students because they're the first contact with our children. And, and that's what it's all about. What are we all here for? If you ask anyone in education, why did you come into this field? You know, it's, it's about affecting change positively in the lives of, of young people. And when you're in a principal role that can ripple out, it, the effects are far reaching. Um, so if the teachers need to see that you are all in, and I would say they would, you know, would agree that, that I am all in. Um, I bring my family into the mix. I make them work at my school for things. Um, I think, you know, my husband built a book room here at our school. And we had 
you know, we didn't we didn't have a book room. There were no resources for my teachers, and they needed to, you know, teach guided reading every day. So we were able to get some donations for books. My husband built the book room. Wow. Um, some mentor texts donated from the United Way of Central Jersey, with whom I work very closely, and lots of corporate donors. I, I've been able to to um, to have that little uh, connection with the community, and that's served my students well. And that's you know doing research for the show, Pam. It sounds like you have. You mentioned going above and beyond, literally uh, running a marathon yeah. uh, as a, as a goal for the school, as a goal for yourself, you and your husband. Uh, but yeah. you did this as a fundraiser for the for the school. Can you tell me about that journey? No pun intended. Okay. Um, so I so I think I got the question. Um, that you want to hear about the marathon and what sure, that, yeah. how that all went. Yeah. Okay. So, so I was talking to, this is back when I was first here. Um, our school here is, has been significantly underfunded over the past decade or so. Um, and I hate to say that, you know, we talk about equity all the time. Um, this is very real there. Uh, we, we just simply didn't have the resources that we needed. So 21st century learners, one of the things that we, um, as I always say, as Adam Welcome says, you know, um, a Chromebook is worth a thousand pencils or some, you know, he has some line that, sure. that he has said in his book, Run Like a Pirate, and which I'm, a, I'm proud to be part of. He, he does have a little spot in his book with, with my story of my marathon. So talk to teachers, a couple PTA members, um, board members, what, what can we do? You know, should we have a pasta dinner? We really need more Chromebooks. Um, but obviously none of that was enough to, um, to get what we needed. So, you know, there are other amazing people out there who, who set up a GoFundMe page and get what they need for their students. So I said, I'll do this. I'll run, you know, what can I do that would be, you know, noteworthy that people would want to donate money. So a marathon was what I thought I would do. Um, and once I said it, it became real and I had to mm. do it. Yeah. So that was the scary part. You know, I said, okay, here we go. Now the training begins. So I decided this in November and then the New Jersey marathon was April 30th, the following, you know, six months later. Oh. And, you know, I tapped into my husband who is a runner from way back and he uh, he helped me train, and that was the hard part. But all the while, we kept you know hyping it up with my students. Um, I made a little video on my YouTube channel um, of the kids saying, "Hey, why do we need Chromebooks? Look where we are!" Pictures of me out there on the trails, and letting them know that with once you set your mind to something, make a goal for yourself. You can do anything, you know. I think that was part of the of the um, the lesson that was uh, for, for my students to see. It was part of the, the the whole excitement of it. So we had a fun run here at school. The police closed off the streets so that the kids could participate, um, hyping up for the marathon the next day. And the PTA was spectacular and helped me in every way. We had run all day for JFK. That was like the tagline before Whoa. JFK red hot. So we had run all day for JFK t-shirts and we sold those for a profit. And we had um, um, other donors 
for, you know, companies like that my teachers' families worked for. So, so we raised about eight thousand dollars, and I was able to get um, a Chromebook, a set of Chromebook, and a cart, which really helped us a lot. And then we've been on a good trajectory, getting a little bit more money, um, a little bit more funding. And we are now one-to-one -one in grades three through five. Well, three through eight, actually. But in that's my fantastic. building, three through yeah. five. So that you know what that's like. Yeah. And, and But you literally are taking the bull by the horns and running to make things happen, putting yeah. things into action. That's inspiring, Pam. That's a great yeah. story. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. And I know as principals, Pam, we, we run a lot every day. Uh, oh, yeah. Marathons. Tell me what it was a typical day like for you, uh, you know, your kind of routine. What? Do, yeah, tell sure. me about on a typical day where you're going and what you're doing. And and you know this, right, because you, uh, um, you're a busy, busy man yourself. So um, the typical day starts outside greeting the families as they pull up in the cars. Uh, we don't ha we're not a busing district. We're a walking oh. district. Okay. So we have walkers and car riders and um, just kind of standing out there waving, greeting the kids by name. So happy to see you today. Glad you came to school. Um, and then once everyone is in and settled, um, when I first got here, the, the arrival process was much longer. And mm -hmm. I you know, said, we have to make a better system. Our kids need to have contact time with the teachers. So that was a big push in the beginning. But now we have a smoother um, entrance process. And then a fifth grader helps me with morning announcements. And I like to really shout out in the morning announcements. We're so glad you came to school today. Um, thank you for being here. Um, kind of review the school rules very quickly because nobody wants to hear the principal go on and on on the morning announcements. But it's a great way to start their day with a positive note. And, you know, I really, I really try to make it upbeat and exciting. Let them know we care about you here at JFK. We love you. Hope you have a great day so that they hear it all the time. And it's, yeah. it's, you know, it becomes natural to them. So after the morning announcements, then field all, you know, get out into the building and try to get into all the classrooms possible. Um, and then, of course, there's meetings and the usual um, the usual things that we go through, but I'm in close touch with my school nurse. I'm in close touch with my school counselor. Um, we do a little PBIS system, my school counselor and I, mm -hmm. where um, all of the adults in the building can give out character coupons when you're caught showing good character. And then we have a great big dance party every Friday morning where she and I put up, put on our light up shoes and we shut down the lights and have like an old school rinky dinky disco ball but we blare the music and all the kids who were caught showing good character that week come down to the dance party so oh, that's wow. kind of exciting yeah that we struggle cool. with that because we say it's you know positive i'm working on that actually because you know if you talk to character.org the people from character.org they're saying mm -hmm. you're you're kind of singling kids out so i'm trying to think of a way we could tear it so that we could include everyone Mm -hmm. You know how you go between like responsive classroom, the way that that which I love and, and I believe in the philosophy. So so I'm trying to work on a, a better system so that we can include everyone. I'm not sure. I'm, that's something I'll be working on this summer. Okay. And um, so so you know, stay in touch with my counselor. Go into the classrooms. Do observations. Um, it's lunchtime already, and that's that's the busiest hours of the day. 
um, lunch and recess, the busiest two hours of the day, because, you know, we're working on conflict resolution, um, kids who have difficulties on the playground, um, never want to take away their recess for punitive measures. Mm -hmm. So you have to sometimes intervene out there. Um, and then, you know, whatever the day brings, there, there are always parent phone calls and um, events happening. So that's a typical day. It is. It's always busy. Uh, Pam, yes. you mentioned about getting into classrooms, and certainly that is something that is imperative for principals. Tell me about your your method of feedback to your staff and to your teachers. How how do you do that? Is that is that conversational? You leaving notes in their mailboxes? Are you shooting them an email? How do you give feedback to your teachers? Yeah. So mostly it's conversational. I do not typically leave notes in their mailbox. Once in a while, I'll send it. I'll shoot an email, um, and I know that's. I know that if Jay is watching, he does anchors um, and he'll send, he'll give uh, teachers um, a note all the time. Um, but I, I feel like most of my feedback to teachers is um, face to face. That's just mm -hmm. the way I do it. Um, mm -hmm. Very, a lot of texting with my teachers, a lot of okay. texting. Um, and, you know, sometimes it was a different time when I was teaching, I wouldn't even do dream of, of contacting my principal that way. But, um, you know, I'll say, how are you feeling? <laughs> I know that, um, you, you, you had to leave a little bit early. I hope everything is okay. Um, another thing is, is thank you so much. A, a lot of thank yous. Wow. All of all the things that you did today that really helped. Um, a lot of that, you know, I would say mostly texting and face-to-face -face interactions, but um, I'm a I'm a very huggy, demonstrative person. So, and I know my teachers who aren't. My, there are some of my teachers who are like, I'm like, I'm not gonna come too close to you because. <laughs> and there are teachers who who we don't communicate that way because that may not be their style or they may not be comfortable. They don't want to hear from the principal. You know, I'm very careful about when I send messages. I don't, you know, bother the teachers on the weekend or if it's in the evening, I'm like, I'm so sorry to bother you, but I wanted to check with you about blah, 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 you know, mm -hmm. things like that. But I am and a like, good communicator. And like you said, that you, you're certain people that, that don't want that or don't welcome that. And you, you got to know that as a school leader, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, you mentioned about working on that character thing for this summer. You know, what are some other projects, Pam, that, that you have in the hopper for the summer? And yeah. what is your process of saying, like, yeah, that's something that I want to do next year? Like, my mind is always kind of going like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then how do you build in the summer towards those things? So yeah. what are a couple of those things? And then what's your process like? So this summer is going to be a little bit different for me because I am moving districts. Oh. Um, this is a very bittersweet time for me because I'm leaving my beloved JFK um, after five years and I am moving on to a uh, uh, constable school in South Brunswick, which is right here in Middlesex County. Mm -hmm. um, this was a tough decision, but I'm going to help other students. That's what when my, when my own students here say, you know, why are you leaving Mrs. Hernandez? I said, it's, it's a, a chance for me to help other students and we're in great shape here. So I'm going to, I'm going to be moving on. So part of my summer this year is going to be a transition to a, a larger district. District um, colleagues who I've just met, you know, over the past month or so um, have so much to offer. Um, I feel like I'm ready to learn from all of them. 
um, systems and procedures of, of a new district. But like the things that you said, you know, how you're like, oh, I'm going to do better at that next year. Um, that was one of them. I want to be able to eventually have a school of character. I would love to be, um, I would love to be able to work with my school counselor and attain that for whatever school I'm in, because um, it really makes you think about how your relationships and how your students perceive themselves at school and their interactions with others. Um, I'm, I'm a very strong um, supporter of culture and climate. Um, without that, I don't think you can move forward academically. If kids don't feel confident and comfortable and cared about, I don't think that the academic piece is going to, to come as, as, as readily for them if, um, if that's not all established and in place. So I wanna make sure that wherever I go, you know, which it seems like it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful place already, um, I would like to watch and learn and then take it to the next level um, with whatever area that, that happens to be. Well, you must have read Jay Billy's book if you're talking about culture there. And uh, I know you'll bring those things to your new yes. school. I love Jay Billy's book. I love Jay Billy's book, <clears throat> his lead with culture. And I and, and another one that I'm always uh, referencing is um, Culturize. Jimmy, say his last name for me. Casas. Casas. <laughs> I'm actually listen, I'm listening to that book right uh, now. He read it uh, and it is great. And you're right. Yeah. The kids that when they feel comfortable, they want to come to school, they're going to learn. And you are 100 percent correct. Yeah. Pam, what what is going to be your you know, when you present yourself to this new school, here is this award winning principal. And, you know, what are some things that you're going to show them about yourself on, on opening day? Right. You're meeting a whole new a whole new group. Right. And, you know, it's like you said, it's like, oh, my goodness. Um, how am I going to live up to this? Yeah. Live up to this. But. Honestly, what you see is what you get with me. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't feel like I hold back uh, with, with who I am and what I believe. And I'm going to make mistakes. That's something I really want to, um, to say up front. We all make mistakes. We make decisions that, oh, you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. But I think that being very transparent about that. You know, I don't know everything. Just because I'm the leader of the building doesn't mean I know everything. I'm hoping that my staff gets to know that right away because we're all leaders in our own areas. And and I want people to feel like they can present ideas to me and collaborate with me because how would I possibly know anything? I'll do my my I'll do the part of my role that requires the leadership but all of us need to be in this together. Um, and going in, I, I, I am a high energy person. I'm very high energy. And I like to um, um, know, sometimes I have to take a step back and, and, and say, I don't want to be a, a micromanager. I like to know what's going on everywhere. Um, I always wear sneakers on my feet so that I can move through the building quicker. Uh, that's that's like a big thing with me. I'm like, I'm going to wear these really cute sandals today. And then I'm like, no, I'm just going to put my sneakers on because I won't be able to move through the building. I like fly up the flights of stairs and out onto the playground and into the to the uh, cafeteria. So 
I can't ever do that with my cute sandals on the way I count my sneakers. So I'm going to do a plug for Allbirds because I do love my Allbirds sneakers. So what are they called? They're called Allbirds. Really? From what I understand, Governor Murphy wears them, but yeah, they're oh. just, they're like, you know, made from trees or sheep or something like that. Yeah. Look at that. Might have to have those spots of the show. I'm a New Balance guy. I haven't heard of all birds. Oh, I like the New Balance for, yeah, like hitting oh, the yeah. trails. Yeah. But oh, these yeah. are just like my school sneakers. Pam, one of the things in researching the show that I saw that you were very open about in one of the articles I read um, is about your family and growing up, um, you know, very spoke very highly of your parents, but you did not come from a college-bound family where that was your parents level. And that was, you know, the expectation. Uh, what kind of drove you towards education to say like, Hey, I'm going to do this and, and get to where you are. What, what was it in your life that sparked that? So a lot of um, my parent, neither of my parents, my, my mother finished high school. My father didn't even finish um, elementary school. My mother was valued education very much and consistently and constantly told us, you know, no one can ever take your education away from you. Mm. This is, but I, I always had a passion for learning and I was hungry to, um, I love being around people. Again, if you're the smartest person in the room, you know that, you know that whole thing, but I love being around people who, who challenge me and who make me think. Um, so for, for me, it was just natural that I would go, go to school and I knew pretty early in in my college career that I wanted to be a teacher. Um, my favorite, 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 favorite job so far is teaching. I like to think of myself always as a teacher. Um, and I continued on because I worked with students with disabilities um, who may not have been identified at the time. And I said, I need to learn more about this so I can serve them better in my general education classroom. So I went to I went on to uh, get my master's in learning disabilities with a friend. We used to drive to school an hour and then you know eat at Friendlies and have ice cream afterwards. It was kind of like a whole evening. My district knew that I had my certification. Very difficult to find them in New Jersey. Um, so I did that for about six years, and that was when my friend Jay Billy, who was my supervisor, said, "You have to go back and you have to go back and get your your admin cert." And you know people. So it was it was at that time that you see things from a different lens, from a different perspective, and you said, "Wow, affecting change on a higher level really is important, and it it matters. Leader leadership really really matters for the greater good." So he gave me the little push, and I went back and and um, I do love being um, a building based administrator. Andrew, I'm plugging in. Hold on one second. She's I'm plugging, just plugging in. in. Computer. She's coming. She's plugging in. She must be uh, uh, dying on the computer there. Um, and I'll keep talking, Pam, since you're plugging in. Uh, but Jay, it's been so great to hear. I've interviewed Hello, I'm you. Back. She's back. <laughs> Pam, I was saying about uh, our friend Jay. You know, he's like a he's like a Jedi, right? He he says to you, "You need to be a building leader," and like, bam, like he he's like a jedi <laughs> of uh educational leaders in new jersey yeah, and now, right? uh, in the country it's amazing yeah he's something uh, else yeah and yeah. my girlfriend are you powered up I'm, I'm all good i'm good yeah okay I'm all good. cool yeah. 
Okay. Um, so going back to you and your summer and transitioning now, uh, Pam, to a new school. Yes. What are some things that you're going to do for yourself? Uh, self-care is something that I focus on as a principal because if we're not healthy, if we're not feeling good, if we're not, you know, we're not going to be able to give to others. What are some things that you're going to do for yourself this summer to kind of recharge and sharpen yourself? Yeah, you are so you are so right about that. And that's, you know, one of the things that I would say I'm the worst about is getting enough sleep. Mm. Um, so I'm going to try to sleep a little bit this summer. My problem is what's in here. My head goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. And, it, uh, you know, the biggest problems in the entire world happen at two o'clock in the morning. You know, <laughs> that's just something, not, nothing I can solve right then. Um, but I am, I do, I told you I'm, I, I, I have been running again. I do have to work out in, in some fashion or form because if I don't, I don't feel well. I, I really like to be, um, you know, take care of myself that way. Some type of movement, um, I, I, I need to, um, pretty good about what I eat. But I am traveling to Alaska with my brother and his wife Ooh. and my husband this summer. So we're going to, um, my favorite place to travel is um, national parks. I'm like a big nature nerd. That's me. I like the stars and the moon and the sun and the mountains and the water and all those kinds of things. And uh, a couple camping trips with my sister and her husband. We do a little kayaking, a little bike riding, sitting on the campfire. Maybe adult beverages will be involved. I'm not sure. <laughs> and you're going to Alaska. Will you camp in Alaska? Uh, Alaska, we are renting RVs wow. and we are going around Kenai Fjord. I think it is. It's, that's the national park that we're going to in Alaska. That is fantastic. Good for you. That yeah. sounds really exciting. So exciting. So super exciting. Yeah. We're, uh, we're doing our RV for the third summer and we're going to uh, Michigan this summer. Where did you say you were going? Oh, I lost you. Yeah, uh, Michigan. We're going to do the peninsula of Michigan. Oh, that's so exciting. Are you a yeah. nature nerd like me? We, okay. My kids and the, and the national parks, I don't, you know, as an elementary principal, I don't know if you know the program, every kid in a park and, and the fourth graders and they, they go for free oh, yes. and all of that. Yeah. Right. So we've done that with my children the past few years. Fabulous. Yeah, that's yeah. fabulous. Cool. Well, I know you're busy, Pam, and, and a lot going on. I got to go back to school for a school board meeting. Um, but let's get to rapid fire here, um, where these are quick answers um, to these questions. Are you ready? I don't think so, Andrew, but I'll do my best. Okay. <laughs> uh, the last book you read. The last book I read. Um I can't remember the name of it. I think this is our own. I, I can't remember, but I read it with my ears. I'm like you. I, I really enjoy the audiobooks. Um, mm -hmm. Sorry that I can't remember the name of my last book. That's okay. Last movie you saw. Book for pleasure, unlike all of the, you know, the books that I read. So go ahead. Uh, and I alternate them. Book for pleasure and uh, education book, book for pleasure. I alternate them. Uh, how about the last movie you saw? Am I losing you? Say that losing one more connection? Sorry. The, the la last movie you saw. Movie I saw. Oh, my gosh. I can't even remember the last time I saw a movie. Oh, it might have been Black Panther. 
Okay. All right. Uh, you mentioned your favorite place to Did travel. I lose so you, Ann? Go Did in I there. lose you, Andrew? Oh, we're losing, a, we're losing connection, people. I'm sorry. It's terrible weather up here in the Northeast. Did we lose you? I can't see you, but I'm not sure if you can see me. We can see you. There you are. Can you hear us? Ah. Yeah, the Wi-Fi hotspot. It jumps up and bites us. Ah. I hope we didn't lose you, Pam. It sounds like we did. Mm, I wanted to hear about who the most famous person from the Jersey Shore was. But it looks like we lost Pam. Um, and, uh, hey, we'll just have to adjust to that. That happens sometimes. Um, so we're going to get signed off here then. Wait, let's see. Is she coming back here? There you are. I see you. Do you see you, me? You're back. You made it. She made it. There, I made it. Did you see me that whole time? We we lost you, and then you came back to okay, it. Good. So this my last not... movie I saw was Black Panther. Okay. Yeah. Um, Pam, you've talked about a number of things that motivate you. What's something that motivates you? Uh, what motivates me? The more you do, the more you can do. Um, chocolate. Um <laughs> And uh, like I said, being around positive people who are genuine and, and kind, that, that really motivates me. How about something that gets under your skin? A Ooh. pet peeve. Mm -hmm. People who are disingenuous. Um, and I guess, you know, looking for the easy way out. Um, that kind of gets under my skin, you know. Best, best purchase under a hundred dollars that has had a great impact on your life. Allbirds. <laughs> the Allbirds. <laughs> <laughs> Something about Pam Hernandez that people don't know about. Oh my goodness. Um. Something that Pam Hernandez people don't know about. I don't know. I I was going to say I ran a marathon, but you already know that. I like that. to dance. How about that? I like to dance. <laughs> Especially on Friday mornings with on the Friday lights Friday mornings. The most famous person from the Jersey Shore. So I have no idea, Andrew. That I've, I, I, I don't know. I would say Bruce Springsteen is up oh, there. Oh, yeah, right. You know, we I'm were like in this hometown, Jersey, right? Asbury right. Park. Yeah. And, and I was, I'm like like a South, South Jersey girl, like all the way down by Cape May. Okay. Yeah, almost so. almost uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, something that has been a hurdle for you. Um, so let's see. You know, getting my head around all of the um, the mandates from the state that we have to comply with. Uh, doing it with positivity and a smile and asking your teachers to to comply with these mandates when they don't always make sense, mm. you know, and our students with standardized testing. So uh, that's that's a hurdle to stay positive throughout it all. Yeah, that's a good answer. How about a short-term goal uh, for you, Pam? That could be professional or personal. Say that one more time, Andrew. A, sh a short-term goal, either personal or oh, professional. Um, 
So the short term goal for me will be to continue my running because I said that I was back to running after my marathon. I like stopped running, um, back getting back to running and uh, professional, just really getting up and running in my new district and being able to serve the students and families of my new school. Um, like we have here. Yeah. And how about a long-term goal? Three to five years. Three to five years. So I would like to learn more about, there's lots of things I want to learn more about. Um, I would like to become an expert in um, restorative practices with, with my students, uh, learn more about trauma-informed, you know, trauma-informed instruction. Um, I haven't had a, a responsive classroom I, I did a week-long training a few years ago. I'd like to become a master in that area. Um, and again, three to five years, becoming an expert in the in the community uh, where I'm going. Very good. Pam, you mentioned the YouTube channel. How, yeah. You know, mention that. How can people get in touch with you? Well, you know, how can they okay, follow so, you on Twitter? So obviously, Twitter is a Pam Hernandez underscore, Pam Hernandez underscore four which is also my YouTube channel, which just has, you know, I made a video with my school counselor to get the kids ready for test prep. And then I do just like Jaylee does. I do um, read alouds on snowy days. So those are some things on the YouTube channel and I'll continue to, to try to get creative with that. Um, cool. So yeah, like I said, Pam Hernandez underscore four and always you can find me in either South Brunswick school district or right here in Jamesburg for a short time longer. Yeah. Uh, how about a quote, Pam? Do you have a favorite quote? You mentioned uh, a couple of great things today. What, is there a favorite quote of yours that uh, is in your heart? So many. Oh my goodness. I should have something really profound for you, Andrew. What I will say is something that I find myself saying, and I've said to my children, um, as they were going, it's just nothing good comes easy. So anything that's worth something, you really almost always have to work very hard for it. So that is a great answer. Nothing good yeah. comes easy from Pam Hernandez. Pam, you did a great job uh, here today. I'm sorry we had some connection problems here. That's my fault. I'm sure it's my fault because I'm at school, Andrew. I'm so sorry. I hope that everything else is okay on my end. Can you hear me okay? It's all good. Uh, we appreciate it. We are going to get signed off here. Uh, this was Pam Hernandez. Uh, Pam, let's definitely stay in touch, and I wish you best of luck at your new school. Thank you, Andrew. I'm, I'm humbled, um, and I really appreciate you spending your time with me. It's been great. Cool. This is Education, Leadership, and Beyond. Let's get this music queued back up here. There we go. Uh, this was Pam Hernandez, everyone, uh, award-winning principal from New Jersey. I am at Andrew Murata 21. If either one of us can help you out, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. And uh, Pam, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much.